Hey, welcome to Institute of Biblical Defense. My name is Pat. I'm one of the pastors at Trinity Bible Fellowship under the awesome leadership of Pastor Phil Fernandez. He's also the senior pastor at Trinity Bible Fellowship, like I just said, also the president of the Institute of Biblical Defense. We are here discussing uh, biblical questions that are raised by seculars, uh, atheists, uh, non-believers, anyone, and also a lot of questions that are being brought up by believers and these are really good questions uh, that we can really look into. So last week we looked at, uh, is Jesus the only way to be saved? We kind of look at the Mormon Jesus, uh, the spirit brother of Satan. And I'm just going to stop right there and I'll let Pastor Phil explain later, uh, more on that. But my question for you, Mr. Phil, is, are Mormons Christian? No, well, it's, it's kind of a loaded question because they're, Mormonism teaches doctrines that are so antithetical to biblical Christianity that sometimes Mormons will um, lead a person into Mormonism and not be in any rush to teach the Mormon doctrine. True. And um, so uh, I've heard of one case where this, this lady who had could trace her roots back to the first generation of Mormons and then came out of Mormonism. She was witnessing to this guy and uh, who was a Mormon. And she said, you Mormons teach that there's multiple gods and that Mormon males could become gods someday. He said, no, we don't teach that. She said, well, go ask your Mormon bishop. And regardless of what answer he gives you, remember what he said. So he said, sure. So he went back and asked his Mormon bishop to... Does Mormonism teach that I can become a god someday and that there's multiple gods? And uh, the Mormon bishop told him no. He lied to him. He told him no. Uh, we just mean that you'll be perfected someday. Now, all Christians teach that we'll be perfected someday. So the guy would thought, okay, that's good. Well, seven years later, that same Mormon bishop thought, okay, now this guy is ready to hear mm -hmm. the Mormon doctrine of eternal progression that Mormon males can become gods someday. And... Um, so uh, he figured, you know, the guy's married to a Mormon gal. He's got Mormon kids. His boss is a Mormon. He works for Mormons. All his social life is with Mormons. Seven years into it, now we can reveal to him the doctrine of eternal progression that Mormon males can become God someday. So once they told the guy this, the guy remembered seven years earlier yeah. that that same Mormon bishop had lied to him and he left Mormonism. And um, so there might be Mormons who are actually... Bible-believing Christians, it's just they, as baby Christians, they were led out of a Baptist church or a Methodist church or whatever it may be, and they just haven't been told Mormon doctrine. Uh, but for Mormons and non-Mormons, uh, even Christians, I would recommend that you pick up a book. I think it's out of print, but you can get copies. Uh, Latter-day Prophets Speak, edited by Daniel Ludlow. Latter-day Prophets Speak. It's uh, published by Bookcraft, the Mormon publishing house. And in there, they, they spells out all the Mormon doctrines. I I, I kind of know why the Mormon church doesn't want to put that book back in print. No. And they got a chapter, Eternal Progression, uh, Men Shall Become as God Someday. Yep. And they've got all the quotes from Lorenzo Snow and Joseph Smith and, and, um, and Brigham Young about how Mormon males can become gods. And so... Uh, but if a Mormon is a true Mormon and really acknowledges Mormon doctrine as true and has been trained in Mormon doctrine, no, they can't be saved. You'd have to 
renounce your Mormonism by trusting in the true Jesus of the Bible. Jesus of the Bible is God, the second person of the Trinity. He has always been God throughout all eternity, but at a point in time, without subtracting from his divine nature, he added a human nature by being conceived in the womb of the Virgin uh, Mary. And um, so uh, their uh, Mormon Jesus is not the true Jesus of the Bible. He was a man who progressed to godhood on a planet, and uh, he's getting better as God, but there's other gods that are greater than him. Mormon males can become gods someday. That's that's not biblical Christianity. Their view of salvation, too, is not salvation by God's grace alone, through faith alone, and the true Jesus of the Bible alone. They believe you have to believe in the Mormon Jesus, be baptized into Mormonism. Uh, if you want to uh, progress to godhood, you got to get married in the temple uh, obey Mormon ordinances, and uh, but that's not uh, the the biblical view of salvation. Is salvation by God's grace alone? It's a free gift; we can't earn it. Salvation is by God's grace alone, through faith alone, in the true Jesus of the Bible alone. And so, Mormonism is a non-Christian cult that is not true biblical Christianity. They have a false Jesus, a false way of salvation. They say that the scriptures are God's word so long as it's translated correctly. Anytime it disagrees with them, they'll say, ah, oh, it probably wasn't translated correctly. Then they add to the Bible the Book of Mormon, the Pearl of Great Price, Doctrines and Covenants, and then the Journal of Discourses, all the teachings of the living uh, prophets throughout the, uh, uh, the generations. And so Mormonism is not true biblical Christianity it's a non-Christian uh, cult. Nope, uh, absolutely, absolutely agree. Uh, a couple things. I don't know if you knew that when you were talking about what brought it up, uh, what made me think of it is the gentleman you were talking about uh, lived in the same and had the same bishop for seven years, same area. Well, you have wards like living. I lived in uh, St. George, Utah, and we lived right by the St. George Temple, and that was. Uh, interesting, beautiful building, absolutely gorgeous building. Uh, as far as architectural, it was definitely, definitely cool. But you live in a ward, and it's basically a geographical area. And within that area, the whatever the ward house, that's the church, that's the building you went to. And then you had a steakhouse. So within the stake, uh, which is like, say, a county, you had so many wards. I couldn't go. I could visit. But I couldn't, if I didn't like the bishop in my ward, I couldn't go to another, uh, on the other side of St. George and go to another ward. You were kind of stuck in this one ward. And it was kind of interesting when you said that, that he's going to lie to you at the very beginning, but he's got you for a long period of time. Mm -hmm. And even though the, you have like a, I think it's a three-year stint that you're a, you're a bishop in the, within that ward, but you're still a member of that. And you're kind of like one of the elders in the, that group. So it's like, so they have you to groom you and stuff like that for many, many, many years. Uh, oh, I had something I was going to say about more. Uh, oh, the temple going through the temple. You said that was one of the things that you're going through the temple. And so I actually went through the, the St. George temple. And the funny thing is, is when you go through for the very first time, you do what's called endowments for yourself and you get the Jesus jammies on. I wish I have those still. I mean, I would have sold them on eBay and made a fortune, but you had these, you go through the endowments your first time, 
And someday we'll have to talk about that, talk about the endowments and stuff. But the first time we went through there, I was with a, uh, uh, an escort, a guy that's bringing you through there. And you go through and you meet up with this old guy. Mine happens to be this old guy. And he gives you a new name. And the thing is, is this is your new name in heaven. Well, me being new and stuff like that, I'm like not paying attention. You're supposed to have this social distancing, whatever, between you and the guy in front of you. Well, I didn't. And so I heard what his name was. His name was Amulek. Okay. I go up and I, ha I happen to hear that name. I didn't know what that meant, but I heard that name. And so I go up there and he talks to me, blah, blah, blah. And he's like touching these little spots and giving you your endowments and stuff like that. And he's, he kind of like leans forward and he's an old guy. Okay. Uh, probably very hard of hearing. And he says, your name is Amulek. I'm like, okay, that was kind of funny. And then I, I move on, but then for some reason I ended up stopping and I was talking to, uh, Jim Bayless, he was the guy that was escorting me through. And I hear the same thing. The guy behind me was Bayless, or not Bayless, but uh, Amulek. And I just thought that was really odd. I'm like, okay, so I'm thinking about this as we're going through. And then upstairs, fast forward, you go through this video and blah, 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 blah. You go upstairs and they pull you. One of the things is if you're married, you pull your wife through the veil and stuff like that. And you got your secret handshakes with your decoder ring your, and they're different things and all that it's all masonic totally masonic and i'm supposed to whisper through the veil uh my wife's new name i was told my wife's new name but my wife wasn't told my name so i'm whispering and i go martha and i'm supposed to whisper this name and the first thing i was probably shouldn't have been i should have been a little bit more somber and stuff first thing i thought of is when i whisper Martha Stewart was in jail at the time. I'm thinking Martha Stewart's going to be coming through. I'm going to be pulling Martha Stewart through the veil. Uh, but it wasn't. So, But that was the funny thing is everyone that went through the temple that day had every guy that I know of, according to this old guy, uh, was named Martha. I mean, not, no, Amulek. So all the guys were named Amulek. I just, I thought that was really strange. I'm like, how many people are going to yeah. go through the temple that day by the yeah. name of Amulek yeah. and just the things that we were taught within Mormonism. You don't learn really about Jesus at all. Yeah. Not at all. You learn about Joseph Smith. You learn about his brothers, Brigham Young, but yeah, we brought up those same questions about uh, Mormon progression and they denied it. They also polygamy. They denied that. Mm -hmm. You could be married spiritually. They might frown upon open uh, polygamy and stuff like that. Even though Colorado City and we lived pretty close to Colorado, we moved and we lived pretty close and went through Colorado City and Hilldale where, where uh, Warren Jeffs was and stuff like that. So we witnessed all that also, the polygamy and stuff. But it is a secret practice. Yeah the polygamy being spiritually like my wife right now, my name is still yep. on the roster yeah. at the, in the Mormon church because they wanted me to come up and go to the ward house and, and talk. I'm like, Yee, no, that, that, they were going to excommunicate yeah. me. I was like, Oh no, you're yeah. not going to excommunicate yeah. me. Cause yeah. I'm like, yeah. in order for me to go up there and be excommunicated, that would mean that I'm giving you authority mm -hmm. and you don't have authority over me. Yeah, so praise God that you came to Jesus. It's interesting too, with polygamy, a Mormon male, can get married 
to a Mormon gal in the temple and it's an eternal marriage. Yes. And so they'll be, they'll make spirit babies someday on their own planet, supposedly, according to Mormonism. And um, yet, if the husband dies, the lady's allowed to remarry, but she can't get married in the temple. No. She's, she's the eternal wife of that one guy. But if the lady dies, the guy is allowed to remarry another Mormon lady in the temple. So hypothetically, a guy could have five wives and four of them died, and uh, but he married all of them in the temple. And he because the Mormon view of marriage is eternal marriage, whereas Jesus says that uh, we'll become like the angel, and the resurrection will become like the angel of heaven, we won't marry. Um, but because the Mormons believe in eternal marriage, technically polygamy is still there. Oh, yeah. As long as he marries them one at a time, all of them in the temple, and they all die before he dies, and the guy would have five wives, eternal wives, in heaven. So there's a sense where it's still there. Also, if they ever legalize polygamy, we've legalized gay marriage. Um, if they ever legalize polygamy, who knows if, if Mormonism is going to bring that back. But um, but whatever the case, the Mormonism is a non-Christian cult. But praise God that the, the Spirit of God moved within your heart and your wife's heart and brought you to a true saving knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ, and you got out of that. And um, um, but, uh, but Mormonism is a non-Christian cult that is leading multitudes uh, astray. So Yeah, I think my wife can uh, vouch for this, that... Uh, according to uh, Mormonism, yeah, marriage is eternal. But according to the biblical marriage, it's one woman, one man for one lifetime. So going through, and we got about a minute left, going through the temple, my wife and I were sealed in the temple because we were already married. And you go to this room, it's kind of like a little altar. But then you have this wall of mirrors where it gives you that uh, eternity mirrored look and stuff. And I can vouch for my wife, and she'd probably say, you know what, a lifetime with you is enough. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. want to do the the eternally, uh, eternity with you. So God's plan is better. Exactly. All right, so with that, I uh, definitely want to plug the Institute of Biblical Defense, uh, Senior Pastor Phil Fernandez. And also you can go to his website, philfernandez.org. Uh, but again, the most important, uh, love God with all your heart, mind, and soul, and all your strength. And also... Uh, go to sermonaudio.com forward slash IBD to listen to over 1,800 of his messages, uh, lecture series, debates, you name it, it is there. Uh, God bless and have a wonderful day.